0: Let's move on to race six. This is the, uh, the Tap Craig, named after uh, a couple of absolute legend race callers, Johnny Tapp and Ian Craig, that I grew up listening to. This is a race over 1,400 metres. Encap is your favourite and deservedly so as well for Gary Portelli and Brett Preble. A horse that's got the right form around the right three-year-olds. Hasn't missed a place in five runs this preparation. 2.10 into $1.90. Uh, the Little Pumper, shout out to Jimmy Cassidy, if he's out there listening to us as well. Six fifty dollars and pretty solid. Tim, Timmy Clark in the saddle. Macarena. Did you do the Macarena back in the 90s, Mick? No, da, it's more da, of a da, Dean da, Watling da, 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 thing, the, da, 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 da. the Macarena.
1: But, uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. I have seen <laughs> Watling doing that. Oh, it's sickening.
0: Spectacular, isn't it? Yeah. 12 into $7, good support for the Hawks Racing Philly. What do you like? Well, how's the race set up, first Speaking of all? Speaking of
1: which, well... How about Johnny Tapp? That's my happy place, listening to replays yeah. of Johnny Tapp. Calling. He can
0: put you to sleep, doesn't oh. he? Not in a bad way, just you want to go to sleep. <laughs> no, Dulcet tones. Don't worry
1: about um, don't worry about white noise. If you want to go to sleep, just listen to uh, <laughs> Mick and I. Yes. Um, what uh, are you doing a, here? This is a great race. A little pumper rolls forward. I have my queries over that Gallop, though. I just think that maybe it's not quite up to these. Although the stable is low flying and TC aboard a front runner will be competitive. Macarena will go forward, so we'll snap back and Ostraka out wide. I think the race sets up really well for NCAP. We're talking about a horse that he, here that finished alongside Cylinder, who goes to the Everest, Yep. Uh, militarized, that goes to the Corfo Guineas as favorite, and they're spruiking as a Cox Plate contender. Mm-hmm. And we've got NCAP here lining up against, well, mm-hmm. some horses here that have had their chances. Ducas is a horse I've had so much time for, and he just continues to disappoint me. If he lobs today, so be it. I'll be beaten by uh, it. I just cop that on the chin, but I think NCAP is clearly the horse to beat. If you can get $2, that's a bet.
0: Yeah, he, he can, does, isn't he? He's on
1: top. One, seven, three, and four. Oh, I thought Quasar was a value play for exotics as well.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. NCAP should just be winning. The only query is, is just he's had a few runs this preparation. Does he go backwards? Uh, the Ming Dynasty was a high rating race, and so too the Golden
1: Rose. Well, they had an Everest in mind, and yep. then they were talking about going to a King, Char- King Charles as well. And we know this stable can keep them going. I mm. think uh, Gary Portelli said something along the lines of, "Well, if he wasn't going well, we wouldn't have him here." It's not that hard to work out. So
0: yeah, exactly. So he, he's the one for mine. He, he, he just he just got all the right form. You look at him. Um, uh, Tommy Kitten runs into him three starts ago was narrowly beaten in the up and coming wins the Ming Dynasty, beating Seal Off, who's a pretty handy horse. Tommy Kitten was third, and then uh, only nutted by Militarise, who ran one of the best last two hundred meters of the meeting to get him in there in the Golden Rose. If Mil- take militarise out and he could be an absolute superstar. Uh, you're looking at a horse that's just won a Group 1 Golden Rose and you're getting even money about him against horses that have got a far less you know,
1: less credentials. It's that old saying in the game, all things being equal, this horse should be getting the job done.
0: We've done that before, though, haven't we? We've thought all things being equal. Plus, minus, subtract, divide. <laughs> <laughs> Multiply your action this weekend. Uh, the hill stakes we've touched on there. We're both with Montefilia. And uh, we suggested that possibly he's or I did. So he's a shocker. Is your value play there? Let's move on to race eight. This is the Allen Brown Stakes, uh, and a, a fascinating race as well. This uh, this contest, summer one of the new races put on by Racing New South Wales, and they've done a terrific job. This race is worth 1.5 million dollars. Can you believe it? Uh, and it's going to be run over 1400 meters. Your favourite is Waterford, who was scratched from the Epsom Handicap last weekend. 550 into four dollars eighty. Cepheus, who was kept. Uh, for this race from the Shannon a couple of weeks ago. $6 and pretty solid. Detonator Jack, the one that I like. 11 into $6 draws an inside gate. Look for him to peak third up here from the spell where he's two from two. And Argentia, your filly or your mare, 12 into 10 bucks. What are you doing here? Markets to courtesy of Bet. Imagine what you could be buying instead.
1: Well, she was my mare, Argentia, but um, if she wins today, she'll be winning without me. 1,400 metres. I'm not keen on that at all. I'm keen on two runners here that represent value. Olentia. Gee whiz, that's a big price for a horse that could just jump out of the ground here. The barrier is some concern, 52 kilos, gets to the middle of the track, will be the one flying late, Uh, she just oozes quality, mixes a form, but... This is the type of horse that you need, need double figures. We get double figures today. Happy to be with her. Lions Raw. I'm very keen on it as well. I think Lions Raw sick last was, start. It was sickening. Don't talk to me. But Johnny O'Shea second up. Fantastic stats. Yes, drops back to 1400 metres. Some query, but $23 um, kind of outweighs that query for me. More than happy to have an each way. Spec Lions Raw. Play Alentia. Lions Raw. Cody Healy is a horse I uh, had in the top four, and so was Detonator Jack. I think we can uh, get the chocolates with a bit of value here, mate.
0: You know what's interesting is, uh, obviously, on with Detonator Jack. I just love this horse as a, as a galloper. He's so versatile. He ran in an Derby over 2,500 metres, and go and have a look at his first up run over 1,200 in the Regal Roller. Um, he was competitive there, and he was backed as well. So he's a real proper racehorse, this guy. And from barrier one, I think he settles closer. But what's interesting is that last time I was tipping Lions Raw, uh, and he was a sick watch. And I think also you were tipping Flying Crazy in recent weeks. Yes, sir. And he wasn't the best watch last time out over no. 1,500 metres either. You've now gone lines Raw. I've actually had something each way on Flying Crazy, your old mate. Yep. I thought he was pretty good behind Cepheus last time out, only beaten 1.7 lengths. Cepheus is now a $6 chance, and we're getting $51 on race morning for Flying Crazy. who's third up here from a spell, has placed a couple of times third up, and I just think... You know, he might be able to jump out of the ground. He's got some numbers to his
1: name. I, I think you are on the money. 1,500 metres back to 1,400 metres looks ideal. Mm. I, think, I think he's probably looking for 1,400 metres. I had him marked $26. What are we getting? 51s? 50 51s, 50 yeah. So there you go. There's a bet. There's a bet.
0: There's a couple of peanuts each way yeah, on it for and, you there. And
1: another one you could throw in your exotics for sure. That's why you do rated prices. Yeah. If you want some right at rated prices, best text message 0457
0: 736 736. There it is. Okay, let's move on to race nine now. This is the Niversen. Uh, a really good contest, this one over 1200 metres. So uh, just fascinating how this race sets up. The early money's been for the Victorian, number five. Magic Time, of course, this race is run at Group 3 level. It's for the four-year-old mares and up, and it's run under set weights and penalties condition. Magic Time, who did beat Paracel, the second favourite, up here in the Autumn Carnival, but it was on a heavy track. Today, the track will be a bit dry, and that will suit Paracel. Nonetheless, Magic Time, $4 into 320. Paracel draws a wide gate, 330, out to 350. Queen of the ball, $7 and pretty solid. She's your class, 12 bucks and some specking for Royal Merchant, 15 into $14. How does this race set up?
1: Yeah, Queen of the Ball will roll forward, and so will Paracel from the wide draw. Zach Lloyd only has one option. We know he's an aggressive jockey. I like that about him, so he'll roll forward as well. debt won't be far off them. Mm. Queen of the Ball has the opportunity to turn the tables on Paracel from the better draw here, but then the slight concern is you know lanes one and two, how they're going to play, but later in the day, the tracks would dry out. So I found it. An intriguing race. I think the market was spot on. Magic Time probably deserved favourite. Has to overcome the wide draw. Parasol Rise forward has to overcome the wide draw. Queen of the Ball probably becomes a little bit of a bet now if mm. the tracks dries out and that inside becomes better at that stage. I hadn't I hadn't marked in No bets. No real confidence. But I thought it was a race in three. Call Dial was a horse I was interested in. But maybe 1,200 metres might be a bit short. We're going to have a chat to Timmy Clark. I'm really keen to hear his thoughts. If he can give us a big push there, um, she could become a bit of a bet. But it was 5, 3, 4, and 14. And I think any of those four horses could win the race.
0: Yeah, look, I, I mean, I, I I've struggled with the two favourites. And I found a bit of value with my – my. the love affair continues with Dalcini. Um, oh, you haven't okay, dropped bro, off yet? I haven't dropped off it's yet. set. I backed the first up in that benchmark 88 race behind Caboo. Yeah. And she was pretty good. She only beaten one point nine. Yeah, she wasn't bad. And if they just overdo it up front, we've got Magic Time Paracel, both drawn sticky gates here, mm. and they're both going to be marked horses. They're not going to give them any room. You'd like to hope the rival jockeys won't, anyway. So, Chenny, and I've also had something on Call Die, the horse you just touched on as well. She's got a well above average ability. Mixed it with some really handy three year olds last season. And I, I've just spec'd those two horses at a really, really
1: big price. So they could find a good class one for uh, Darcini somewhere, couldn't they?
0: Yeah, well, she'd be immoral in something <laughs> like that. But hey, eight bucks the place. So I'm happy to have something small on her.
1: And before we move on and catch up with uh, Timmy Clark, there's a couple of texts on the text line. And, uh, Love the show. Thanks for the tips. Thoughts on who you're mal? From yep. Cam from Mount K. Well,
0: I think he's reset the peaky third up from a spell. It wouldn't surprise me if he if he won or ran really well in this race and then went down for a Caulfield Cup and be highly competitive there. Yep. You're uh, getting the price there too.
1: Yeah, I think this is the horse that's going to jump out of the ground today, but I just want a bit more of a price. I want to see it happen first. Mm. Hopefully, he runs a nice third and then we can back it uh, fourth up. And uh, best bets, lads, no names to the text. Put your names to the text there and uh, we can make sure we read them out. But best bets for me was Stunis Lance and Montefilia for you.
0: Yep, Montefilia for me. We'll go to a break here. On the other side, Timmy Clark.